Uri Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki jai. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita ki jai. Ramananda Sambad ki jai. Gaur Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Gaur Premanande. So, good evening. Continuing our discussion of Ramananda Sambad. This is taking place in the eighth chapter of Madhulila's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Heads south. And as we've learned, this is the real reason he went south to meet with Rai Ramananda. Prabhu kahe eho hai Age kaha ar, Roy kahi prem bhakti sarva sadhyasar. So Mahaprabhu here replies to that which uh, Ramananda has proposed uh, in our previous discussion, and that was what? In three words. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Gyan shunya bhakti. Gyan shunya. Shunya means without, empty. Devoid of bhakti. Gyan shunya bhakti. Gyane prayasya udapasya namanteva jivanti san mukaritam babadiya vartam. Stane stita shutigatam tanavan manubi ye prayasa jita jitopi as he tries trilokyam. Mahaprabhu has asked Ramananda to proceed here, but not before as we mentioned in the last discussion, acknowledging that this is acceptable. Now, build on it. Previously, as we know, everything was rejected by Mahaprabhu as being external. Hmm? Um, <clears throat> why he uh, wants him to go on from here, in one sense, is that the previous verse he spoke about a form of sadhana and um, what is the sadhya of that? Gyan hmm? uh, bhakti, to do bhakti without any mix of gyan, uh, particularly the, as the progr- with regard to the progression, any mix of uh, of gyan in which bhakti becomes secondary. Hmm? And one does bhakti, for example, for the knowledge, the experience of the knowledge of one's oneness with with Brahman. The knowledge, there's different types of knowledge, Gyan. There's knowledge of the Atma's oneness with Brahman. There's a kind of oneness that we have, identity with Brahman. Brahman is Satchitananda, we are Satchitananda. So there are similarities. This is one type of knowledge. And then there's also knowledge with regard to tat and tvam, tvam padartha, tat padartha. Hmm. Knowledge about the self, hmm. tvam, you, to use a, a um, Upanishadic aphorism, tvam and tat, tat tvam, asi, tvam means you, so you, the self, the individual, and tat, that. Hmm? That means Brahman, the Absolute. So you are that. 
It's rather abstract. How can you be that? Um, but there is a identity, some identity, between the jiva and Brahman. Not the kind of wholesale identity that's advocated in Advaita Vedanta. But this is a kind of knowledge, uh, the oneness, and then, of course, the knowledge of that and you. Hmm? Um, uh, and that here we could also translate it perhaps better so as um, his. You are his. That makes more sense. That's more readily understandable. <laughs> Or that you are. I thought I was here, and that was there. But you are His, and this speaks of obviously of a unity, hmm? but a very uh, dynamic type of unity where the two remain, the Tuam and the Tat remain. And so there's knowledge of Him, His, what, who He is, hmm? who Bhagwan is, hmm? and knowledge of the Jiva in relation to Bhagwan. But as I mentioned, even if as we, if we were to churn this verse further, we could say, even the knowledge of of of, of, of Krishna as God, hmm, um, that kind of gyan we should surpass. And this is the standard of the Vrindavan Leela, where ultimately they they don't know that Krishna is God. Of course, to get there, you have to know that He is first. Hmm? But that is the full kind of measure of the idea of Gyan Bhakti. So as I mentioned, it serves as a kind of a basis for everything um, that's to come. <clears throat> um, but largely, in the progression, your, um, Ramananda Mahabharata rejected Bhakti mixed with Gyan, or excuse me, Gyan mixed with Bhakti. And so Bhakti without Gyan has been advocated. This is a little hard, really, to, di- to digest because we are we're very proud of what we know and to be led by our head hmm, is often thought to be wiser even than to be led by our heart hmm, in this world. Although people will speak about both and glorify both, we often see that one will err in following one's heart and get oneself, because of attachments, and get oneself in a, dip, in a situation that doesn't make sense. It doesn't correspond with, with the head or the heads of others who know better and can advise, but love knows no reason. So it's a, it can be a problem. Of course, this is all the semblance of love, the shadow of love. And wisdom does prevail over that and reign uh, superior to attachment that is looks like love. Hmm? That which is but attachment, but looks like love, passes for love in this world. Hmm? So, in that sense, the head rules, and we're we're advised along those lines. We're led uh, in many respects by the scientific community and their findings, handed over to technology and so forth, and turned into how to get more things and improve our material lives, it's thought, and so forth. <clears throat> um, but in that sense, these are heads hmm? finding out what is the world, scrutinizing, analyzing matter, and 
finding out its makeup and so on and so forth. This is the scientific community. And these kind of facts that they gather, as I say, are handed over to technology and they turn them into cell phones and televisions and cars and planes and so forth and uh, all these uh, facilities that our life is surrounded by without thinking so much about it. Somebody's thought about things very deeply hmm, to find out how nature works, to be able to then um, take advantage of that fact, that law, hmm, and turn it into something that is thought to be in our favor. Generally, it tends to be in the pursuit of bodily comforts and, uh, and so forth. So, it's we led in a, in a, by a head, in a sense, even in our pursuit of bodily comforts. Hmm. Um, of course, there's another head. There's the head of the of the scriptures, the wise people, and so on and so forth. And there seem to be a more of a, a quieter voice, uh, less perhaps uh, popular in some sense. But at any rate, my point is that in many respects we're led by the head and we proceed with caution. We we even guard our heart with our head. As I often say, people come and listen and they're guarding them, their heart with their head and their reason, what they will let in. Hmm? And if they, okay, I get, I'll let that in, maybe not that, so forth. And, um, so proceeding with caution, as we do when we're led by our head, rather than in the homeland of the heart, we move freely without doubting and questioning and wondering we're at home, we're, uh, um, there's nothing to doubt, we're not in a foreign land. And the fact that we're led by our head and proceeding with some, some caution is indicative of the fact that we're in a foreign um, land. Shudam Raj has been speaking about in the morning discussions we've been reading. We're in a different. We're in a different soil here, hmm? soil of flesh and bloods and bone and so on and so forth. The an animalism, the animal world, the animal side. But we ourselves are rooted elsewhere hmm? in another soil. Tamasi ma jotigama. Is it? This is the national anthem of India, actually. I don't think it is today, but it, it, it used to be, or it had a very large role that it played from darkness. Tamasi ma jotigama. Go to light. Hmm? From the unreal, go to the real. From death, mrityam amritam, go to immortality. This is what life is about. This is the prospect. So that soul of the light, of the real, the vastu, hmm? uh, substance, something meaningful, that is real in all circumstances. It doesn't come and go, hmm? change. It's one thing now, then it's another thing. Now it's a tree, then it's dust. Hmm. Then what? Hmm. What? It, they, now it is a now is a body. Then it becomes bones and marrow and an ant anthill, and uh, so things are changing, transforming. In this sense, they're not real. You cannot count on them. You cannot reach out and know that they will be there. Hmm. 
Are you for real? Is kind of the, you know, is he for real? Is he really there? Like a lady wants a partner. Is he for real? You know, is he ready to take some responsibility? <laughs> Uh, and so forth. Uh, so, is he going to be, in, a, in an enduring sense, is he going to be there for you? Hmm? Well, this world will not be there for you. Hmm? It, it appears to be here today. It's even, not even here today. <laughs> and certainly it will be gone tomorrow. So, we're of another soil, so to speak, of another land. Hmm? And again, this is of the nature of our oneness with, with, with Brahman consciousness. This is a kind of a knowing. Hmm? Lumin- luminosity, knowing. Of course, with Gyan Bhakti, we want to go, as Sri was saying this morning, from knowing to beauty, to charm, to loving on the other side. Now, the full face of love that we find only the shadow of here, that the head uh, leads, hopefully, hmm, us away from, out of the shadows, into the light of itself, of knowledge, and then with help from a brighter light, still, of the Sarup Shakti, hmm? to, 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 to plumb the depths of, of that luminosity, that consciousness, that knowing, that's ananda, capacity for ananda, for loving, for beauty, for charm. And this leaves knowledge behind, Gyanshunya, Bhakti. But it's hard to, it's easy, it's beautiful, and it's, it's easy to somewhat to hear and to identify with, but to actually move in that way is, is very difficult because we're used to either being led by our animal propensities, pursuing the, the shadow of, of love only, only to often disappoint our head. Hmm? I was speaking with a disciple who, student who um, was, uh, got a, uh, was in the beginning of maybe a relationship and uh, wrote to me today and said, "Was uh, student was all discombobulated <laughs> because the other person had said, I think I need some time and uh, to sort things out and, uh, and looks like it's not happening. And so this kind of head is exploding. His head was kind of exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, to... to from, uh, uh, we're saying here in Gyan Shunya Bhakti is not only to move from animality but move from the head <laughs> that can lead us away from that can make sense to, if, we, if, we, if we want to be guided by intellect we say that may feel good but it's not good for me it may look good but looks are, can be deceiving can't judge a book by looking at the cover you have to look within see what's really there so on and so forth. This is not to say that relationships aren't good, they don't have value, and there's not a place for that in bhakti and so forth. I'm just speaking generally. Um, and it, it, um, it, 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 it's pertinent. Um, but here, the point is that we're being led by our senses and animality, but we are not to be led by our head either. Hmm? And we're, you know, in our better moments, we're led by our head. Hmm? <laughs> and so, you know, now now this is a challenge. You, 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 that you, I I I proceed because I know I've thought it out, and and I've made a decision, and it's the it's the intelligent 
reasonable thing to do. Hmm? And so we're somewhat, hopefully as human beings, accustomed to that type of um, way, that, that way of proceeding. Hmm? The animals are not proceeding by the head, but simply by the body. Hmm? And it may look like by the heart. Hmm? The dog loves her pups, and you know, some something there, but we can see there are many other factors. Hormones are involved, and and uh, there's some. As long as the body is involved, then there's some neediness and selfishness has to be part of the equation. Because hmm? when we'll be running to one extent or another uh, in the bodily conception of life on empty and in need, and therefore seeking another for the fulfilling of myself. And that's short of loving, which is just giving. But of course, till you're full, it's hard to give. Hmm? So, at any rate, as I say, we should, as human beings, hmm, be led by our head. They say that we are rational animals. This makes us different. So, we don't speak French or German or Hindi or Bengali or Croatian or Polish or, but or Canadian, but <laughs> Italian, but uh, uh, English or American, but but um, reason. Hmm? This is thought to be the language of human society. Really, human society. Hmm? All walking on two legs. Otherwise, it's dvipadapashu. Two-legged, but animal. Hmm? We don't speak the language of reason. So, this is glorious. It's said in the university sometimes you see carved in the stone, knowledge will set you free. Get an education. Get your head on straight. Hmm? So to be led by the head, hmm? we're, this is, this is glorified. We're, uh, and we do that to some extent. So that to change that and not be led by the head, that's just like a real bump in the head, so to speak. What? If you really understand this verse, that's what it's saying. Hmm? Stop thinking about it. Even even in bhakti, we think about it. We need some bandhagyan. Uh, so, but it's all for the purpose of of coming to this. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Just do what the simplest possible thing that you could do, in one sense, with your senses, in terms of using them, is to listen, because. Without doing anything, you hear, right? Even to even to smell, you you have to make some effort. You have to. There's the, the breathing. The eyes have to open, turn, and look. The tongue has to vibrate. Hmm? Sense of touch. You have to re, you have to contact. But just ears that just things are coming in. <laughs> you don't do anything. These are the two holes that things just come in. Hmm? So, just sit and hear. Sanmukaritam babadiyavartam. Hear from sadhus who have a real heart, who 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 are who speak the language of logic. Having well, what do they speak? What subject matter? They speak that subject matter that can only be understood by the language of love. And they translate that language of love, as I often say, into reason. Hmm? Sanmukaritam. 
They're sat, mukha, from the mouth of such persons who have real experience. Hear from them. And then what? About Krishna? Hear about Krishna? And that's all you have to do. It seems like that's too easy. Just sit and hear about the beautiful pastimes of Krishna, the form of Krishna. Maybe you could say his teaching also. These things. Hear Bhagavatam, it means. This is what it means. That's all you have to do. And what will be the result? Stanestita. You don't even have to move, he says. Just sit in here. That's easy. I don't have to move. Just listen. Stanestita shutigatam. And what? Tanuman manobir ye prasajitititopi asitraistrilokyam. Krishna will become the servant. Krishna will use his body in your service. He will take care of you. He will glorify you with his words. And he will think about you. Tan, his body. Mano, his mind. And Bok, with his words. He means he will be completely preoccupied with his with such a devotee who simply hears. This sounds like doesn't quite fit in the head. We're being led by the head. It sounds like I'm not, that doesn't. That's too easy. It's, it's too simple. But it's not easy to do to make that switch. Where we have to be weaned hmm, from being led by the head. Shudamarsh used to say, "When I ever he told me I get if I get a very well educated student, I really have to pound on this point. Gan bhakti, gan bhakti, gan bhakti." Because you can see by your head, you can know things that other people don't know. And you have an advantage, it seems, by knowing it. Hmm? You can know the scriptures better. You seem to have an advantage. Maybe you do, but only as much as you use that head, as I often say, to soften the heart. Hmm? And that exercise is, is not a head exercise, really. Chanting, Hearing, this is a transrational exercise. It's a reasonable thing to do. Hmm? In doing it, you can you can leave the trouble of reasoning behind, which is which is burdensome. But it's but it's hard to be to be weaned from that. Hmm? So you have to have volumes of books and discussions that. that uh, to bring people to this point. And and, and, and and what does it say? Again, not only, of course, on the one side, with one's body, mind, or words, one cannot conquer Krishna. He's ajita. Hmm? If you hear properly, again, your body, mind, and words will naturally become engaged if you're listening. If it's not just going in one ear and out the other, if you're actually hearing. So there's a little bit to it. You have to really hear. Hmm? Then you automatically your body, mind, and words become engaged in Krishna's service, and ultimately, as I say, Krishna's body, mind, and words will become in, absorbed in you. Hmm? That's very incredible. That by hearing about Him, He is the source of everything. Millions of universes, millions of Narayans, of millions of universes, will give His full attention to you. 
what is the power then of the, that that those topics? How how does it? How by hearing them can he be captured? It's stated right at the onset of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Srimad Bhagavate Mahamunikite Kumbapara Rishvara Sadyodaya Bhutite Trakidvihi Sususubhistakchanat Srimad Bhagavate Mahamune That great Srimad Bhagavatam compiled Krite by the Mahamuni, great Vyas. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahamunikite Kimbapara Rishvara Kimbapara Para Ishvara. Kimbapara. He says, Kimbapara. What is the need for anything else? There's no use for any other. No other book can do this. No other book even dares to try to make such a claim as that which the Bhagavatam does. This in itself underscores what is the position of Srimad Bhagavatam. Simply by hearing the narrative of Krishna contained in Srimad Bhagavatam. Sadyohudaya Bharuti Tetra Kitibhi Susushuvis Takshanat. Immediately, Sadyohudaya Bharuti Within the heart, Ishwar, the controller. And when we said the other day, Jnana is about controlling. We try to control the world through karma, through action, by acquiring enough things. I've got my fort now. I've controlled my area here. Hmm? The more subtle form of that, of course, is by controlling the mind and the senses, which which are the instruments of acquiring, controlling them. And by controlling the mind and the senses... I don't need things. I find out I can't die. I've controlled the situation. Hmm? Yoga is a very sophisticated means for controlling the mind and the senses. Ishwara means the actual controller. Hmm? That makes yogis look kind of foolish, really. Hmm? Mahaprabhu Shichitanade would go on the bank of the Ganges as a young boy and splash water on the yogis in their meditation. <laughs> break their break their meditation, make faces at them, and so forth. <laughs> By such power you can get something, but you cannot get him. You cannot make him, capture him, and make him a slave, his prison in your heart. And this is what Bhagavatam says. That Ishwar, that Ishwar will become arrested, incarcerated in your heart. You know the story of Bill Mangal Thakur. Hmm? What is his other name? Lila Sukha. Hmm? And he was blind. Hmm? It's a whole story how he blinded himself and so forth. Hmm? And he was doing his bhajan and Krishna came, isn't it? Hmm? And started to run around him and he tried to catch him and he couldn't catch him. Hmm? Reach out and Krishna would move and he knew that Krishna's before me. I can't see him. I'm blind. But Krishna's coming to give me darshan, but I don't have eyes to see it. Krishna said, you can't catch me. Hmm? Try to catch me. You can't catch me. Hmm? 
And then he said something like, you can do what you like, and run and say what you like, but you can never leave my heart. That's a fact. <laughs> You've been captured there. If he's coming before, you know, he's captured there in the heart, completely shackled, chained, tied down, solitary confinement. <laughs> huh? And he's looking right at you. He's having a relationship with you. Like every gopi, every cowherd in in, in, in Agasur, Leela, in lunch, everyone felt Krishna's just looking right at me. Everyone felt Krishna loves me the most. Everyone was right. I am Krishna's best friend. Everyone is right. Incredible. Hmm? And Bhagavatam says, just by hearing hmm, this message of Bhagavatam, this happens. What kind of book is this? No other book can make this claim. Therefore, Kimvaparishwa. What is the use of any other book? Some sadhus have said, maybe Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthakura and others, if all the books in the world were burned and only the Bhagavatam were left, there would be no loss. Now that will just be an insult the head-led <laughs> intellect uh, of the world. What kind of a thing? They're advocating there. Burning every other book in the world? Knowledge is so valuable. Huh? Where would we be without, without knowledge? But we're not saying to be without knowledge. We're saying there's a kind of knowing that is loving, that makes ordinary knowing and extraordinary knowing look like ignorance in terms of the degree, the extent, the measure to which it can make the heart happy, which is the goal. What is the knowledge for, anyway? To make you happy, make you more comfortable, make you more protected, whatever. Hmm? So this is, a, this is this sounds astonishing and, and it would not be much appreciated in the halls of academia and so forth, but this is from someone who, who knows what is Bhagavatam. Hmm? You know the story I've told many times of the... I shouldn't tell it again, I've told it too many times, of the man who wanted his son to get an education and sent him to Benares. And, and so forth. And he went three times, and each time the father asked, so did you study Bhagavatam? Yes. Did you understand? Yes. Go back. Did you understand? Yes. Go back. Go look a third time. Return. Did you understand? No, I can't understand Bhagavatam. He said, now you've understood. Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? It is beyond knowing. Hmm? When the learned Uddhava, and Uddhava is selected in the Bhagavatam, see the wisdom of Vyas. There's a method to this madness of Bhagavatam. The most Bhagavatam, the most learned person in Dwaraka, Uddhava. Uddhava is a, is a parshada, Dasya Bhakta. Hmm? But his Dasya Bhakti is so special hmm? that it, it, it extends to pranai and, and some rag. This is not the rag that we generally talk about, but within Prem. Hmm? Raghunurag, Bhav Mahabhav, these kind of developments. Very special servant. And he was an advisor of Krishna. 
The love of Uddhava for Krishna and Krishna for Uddhava is very compelling. Hmm? And that Uddhava, because of that, because of his being learned and because of Krishna's love for him, he sent him to Vrindavan hmm? to see that pranay of yours that you have, that rag, see rag, anurag, bhav, mahabhav, mahabhav, maranakyo mahabhav, hmm? Mahabhava Surupini. See this. You're made of this. See this now. It's the further development in gopis, Radha. Hmm? And he was learned. He went to send them a message only to find out that he was really sent there to learn something from them. And he said, What I found here is off the map. It's off the scriptural map. The Shruti can only just bow down to it. We don't know what they're bowing to, but this is what it is. Hmm? This Vrindavan Leela. Hmm? And this is what is showcased in Srimad Bhagavatam. Sadyo hridaya vrujate trakiti bihi sususubhis tachanat. Now, at the same time, we all know that we have sat and we have heard with our two ears Srimad Bhagavatam, but we do not feel that Krishna has been arrested in our heart. So, we may raise our hand with a doubt. Therefore, Mahaprabhu said, say something a little bit more. Hmm? Speak a little bit more on this subject. Just to answer this kind of doubt, more or less, is what he's saying. So, Prem Bhakti Sarva Sadjasar. So he says, do Gyan Shunya Bhakti and get Prem. He said, by hearing from great souls, Srimad Bhagavatam, generally it begins with faith. With some sadhu sangha, then faith comes. Then faithful hearing. Prabhupada renders here sanmukharitam, faithful hearing from the Guru Parampara. So systematically, you will get praying. Vishwana Chakravitakura, he also says, even without faith, if you hear the Bhagavatam, you'll arrest Krishna in your heart. It'll just take a little bit longer. What to speak of, if with faith, derived from sadhusanga, those who have faith can give faith, hmm? then surely you will get, without a doubt, Krishna will be arrested in the heart. Such is the subject of Bhagavatam. It speaks about things that Krishna himself is attracted to, the love of Radha for himself. This is really what's showcased in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Therefore, it's called Srimad Bhagavatam. Sri refers to Radha. Radha Bhagavatam, we call it. He says, oh, you know those things. I want to know those things. That I'm interested in. Hmm? In the very zenith of the Bhagavatam, as we know, in the 10th canto, this is where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is born. Hmm? Krishna desiring to taste Radha's love. This is what the book is about. So Krishna is very attracted to this. Hmm? He becomes helpless hearing about such things. Hmm? But 
it takes a little bit of time. You have to just be a little patient and hear hmm, consistently for some time. And sadhana bhakti leads to bhava bhakti. This is its goal. And bhava bhakti, in prema bhakti, is the churning of bhava bhakti. Hmm? Therefore, prema bhakti, which has the characteristic of Krishna akarshini, means it can attract Krishna. It means it can arrest Krishna. It this this is what Krishna, prema bhakti and Krishna, they are one. Prema bhakti requires what we call Krishna. Hmm? In, in, in other words, it's a love that, like I said, love the fa- father and the father gets on his hands and knees like a horse. You get on my back. and So you, it makes a shape out of the absolute, hmm? this love. Krishna becomes the shape of the heart. Hmm? He comes in the shape of a heart. Vatsali Prem. Madhuri Prem. Sakya Prem. Dasi Prem. This is what will come next. Now he's just saying Prem. Un, without any refining of that. Then he will refine it. Dasi Prem. Sakya Prem. Vatsali Prem. Madhuri Prem. Radha's Prem. He'll go up and up hmm? in a discourse, Ramananda, with, with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But here, Ramananda says, Prem Bhakti. In other words, that will answer your doubt. I've been hearing, Krishna doesn't seem to be arrested in my heart. He's not serving me. I mean, not that we try to get Krishna to serve us. We try to avoid that and serve him, but he will. Hmm? But I don't experience that because you don't yet have Prem. But Prem will come hmm? very quickly. He'll be arrested in your heart. He won't be able to go. Even a Kanishtadikari, he can't leave his heart practically. Therefore, Kanishtadikari's faith goes up and down, but he always finds, nope, Krishna's still there. Even if I try to get away, hmm, he finds himself, oh, here I am again. I met the devotees. It's, it's, it's difficult. Hmm? Difficult to escape. Hmm? He's got your heart. You've given it once. He's there. You had a desire to hear? Yeah, he's there. Prabhupada would say it. If you take one step towards Krishna, he will take ten steps towards you. This is what Bhagavatam says. A little interest in hearing, and he's there in your heart. Hmm? <laughs> and you're called a devotee. And he won't go away. If you make offense, then he might... Bhakti may with, with withdraw, it's possible. That means aparada, to go against worship, aradhana, against radha, the personification of worship. So that's not a good thing. That should be very much avoided. Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of sitting, hearing, desiring to hear, and so forth, make progress. Mm-hmm. But although he comes, that point at which his body, mind, and words will be in, in the service of his devotee, that is called prem. That is the characteristic of prem bhakti. There are six characteristics of bhakti. Two appear in sadhana bhakti. Kleshagni subhada. Removal of the suffering, hmm, which means desire and attachment removed. Hmm. This, this is our suffering. Removal of that and auspiciousness. He becomes... becomes 
likable by all kinds of people. Hmm? Has certain quality. Dira, dira, jana, priya, priya, karo. The Goswamis prescribed. Even the, the, the ruffians that the, and, and the gentlemen both and women, they, they oh, they liked the company of Rupsanatam. They were different. Hmm? Yeah, a, a, a different category altogether. Dira Janapriya Priyakaro Nirmatsaro Pujito. They had no envy. They were Pujito, worshipable by even by the thieves and the and the dacoits and the and the and the pious impious and the pious. Hmm? Then in Bhava Bhakti in Bhava Bhakti liberation, mukti looks insignificant because one has liberation in Bhava Bhakti and he thinks, oh, there's so much more. Hmm? Prem is a whole other thing. Hmm? So he or she is cultivating the Prem, as I say. Hmm? And in Prem Bhakti, then two other characteristics of Shruta Bhakti appear, and that is Sandranatma, a very condensed kind of happiness. Hmm? The likes of which that Rupa Goswami says, if you could take the happiness of Brahman and multiply it a trillion fold, it would not compare to a tiny atomic particle of the bliss, the happiness of Prem. These are just words, I mean, in one sense. I mean, he's trying to make a point with language that is, he's, how can you quantify unlimited bliss, which is Brahman. But still, Prem is said to be, Radha's, as the embodiment of the fullest Prem, is said to be one whose love is full and always increasing at the same time. Hmm? Very dynamic, concentrated form of Anandam, Radini. So, and third, and the, and the, and the the last characteristic of Prem of the two of Prem, Sandranatma and Krishna Karshani. Krishna's captured. Hmm? In Prem, Krishna becomes captured. Then he becomes he becomes the shape of your heart. If your heart is shaped like Sakyarasa, he appears like this. If it is shaped like Madhuryarasa, hmm? it will melt. Hmm? This is the characteristic of Prem. Three characteristics of Prem. The primary characteristic, as I said, what what Bhava Bhakti is about is churning that Bhava, hmm? churning it. Just like if you take milk and you churn it, something very nice will come out. Hmm? Butter. Hmm? Condensation, if you will, of, of, of the milk. And, hmm? So, Bhava's primary characteristics, or Prem, excuse me, Prem's primary characteristic, its, its Swarup Lakshan is very condensed Bhava. Hmm? Intensification of Bhava. So, therefore, Sudha Sattva Visheshatma, Prema Suryamsu, Samyabhak. Bhava's been described as a ray of the son of Prem coming into the heart. Hmm? Sudha sattva, when the heart is, the existence is pure, it's not mixed, 
Hmm. There's no material desire. In that heart, Sudasatvavisesatma, a combination of the Samdit and Ladini, a certain kind of knowing, the knowing of Maduras, the knowing of Sakiras, and a corresponding Ladini. Hmm. This will be cultivated. Hmm. And all the various bhavas from the, to, to, to develop the stai bhav, the vabhichari bhav, the anubhavs, sattvika bhavs, ibhav, and so forth, and combined with the stai bhav, stai bhav, with all these things, prem, this means rasa. Hmm? And Krishna is fully conquered, arrested there. Again, he appears in the shape of your heart. Hmm? So, yes, it happens, but it takes a little bit of time. Hmm? Even if you hear without faith, it will happen. But if you hear with faith, it will happen. And to have good association, it will happen. Of course, it means you'll get the association, you'll get faith eventually, and so forth, by hearing. Hmm? But you are a marked person if you desire to hear about Krishna. Hmm? You develop a little desire to hear about him. You are marked. That's, he says, okay, how generous he is. Hmm? You want a little desire to hear Bhagavatam. And, Hmm. He's, he's got your, your, like again, you're a marked person. He belongs with me in due course. Hmm. He will come. Hmm. So, Ramananda here has said, Prem Sadhusar. So, the, the essence of the Sadhya is Prem. By attaining in Prem, then, hmm, the point is what? Krishna will be conquered. That Tanmano. Vakmano, tamano vak, body, mind, and words of Krishna will become engaged, absorbed in the devotee himself. This happens in the stage of prema. Now he will cite a couple of verses to describe prema. Because why? He has to give some scriptural support to everything he says. So he says there's something called prema. You might think, well, of course there is, but people in Varnashram don't know there's something called Prem. Hmm? The Karma Prayasa. Hmm? Even if they give up the endeavor for Karma and they get knowledge, they don't know there's something called Prem. They use Bhakti for Mukti. Hmm? And Bhakti comes and gives them Mukti and they get cheated. Cheat themselves, of course. Hmm? They could have got prem. They don't know what is prem. Hmm? So, uh, so Ramananda has to explain <laughs> what is prem. There's something called prem. Prema pumarto mahan panchama purusharta. This is a revolutionary idea. Why? Dharma artha kama moksha. These are the goals. The chat. The, the what is it? Uh, mm, Purusharta, uh, the uh, uh, Purushartha, the artha, the goals of the people, of the, of, of persons, of humans. These are the, the, the desirable ends, the pursuits of life. Hmm? Um, and what is it said? The chatur. Hmm? They're fourfold anyway. Hmm? Purusharta, dharma, artha. Kama and Moksha. I've written about this 
in uh, my commentary on Shikshastakam, on the Mahaprabhu's verse about Ruchi Bhakti. You can look there and read the commentary. How these the, 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 these speak about encompass all the desires of human society. Hmm? Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. It means just in a simple way. Religion, duty, Dharma, Artha, Artha. Um, economic well-being, which means security, power. Hmm? This is Raja, Rajagun. Kama, sense indulgence, Tamaguna. All, all forms of it. Hmm? All forms of Raj, Rajaguna means material progress, stability, security, move up the ladder, be somebody, recognition. Hmm? You can see this. Everybody's got some Rajas. Everybody's got some Thomas. Hmm? So, there's a, there's a big concepts. Hmm? Dharma, virtue, hmm? People want to be virtuous sometimes. People want to be somebody most of the time. Hmm? Or people want to be pleasured. Hmm? To be somebody is to be pleasured in a, in a more subtle way. Hmm? That distinction, adoration, this is, this is rajas. And tamas means the sense indulgence. We do it, we do it, get frustrated, we do it again. Hmm? So... Dharma, Artha, Kama. We want to be pleasured. We want to be powerful or secure. Hmm? And we may want to be virtuous. What could be more than that? To be virtuous, ultimately. The fourth goal is moksha, turiya, the fourth. It just means moksha, freedom. And the idea, of course, is what? That you want to be pleasured. You want to be, to know and be, and have power, security. Hmm? Um, you want uh, 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 virtue. Hmm? But what you don't know is you are, you are virtuous by nature. You are pleasure by nature. You are a unit of knowledge. You are sat. You are chit. You are ananda. You want all these things, but you are all these things. Hmm? Therefore, Kaviraj Goswami says, the desire, the vancha for dharma, artha, kamoksha, tarnam, kaitava. I call this cheating. The desire for all these things, dharma, art, the kama, we can understand, but moksha too? I just said, you are all these things. That means moksha. Freedom from chasing the things that I want, that I am. That's knowledge. Freedom from ignorance. I am these things. Hmm? He says, even the desire for that, I call it cheating. Dharma projita kaita votra, to return to the second sloka of Bhagavatam. First part of it, we were discussing the second part earlier. Dharma Satam. This book is not about any cheating Dharma. No it means it's not about Dharma art the Kama Moksha. It's not about any of these things. It would cheat the soul out of its 
it's possible, its potential. Hmm? It has the potential to develop prem if it has sadhu sangha. Hmm? And this is the, it's this, this turns the whole Hinduism on its head, so to speak. The whole Vedanta on its head. Hmm? Moksha, moksha. This is the idea. This is, no, prem, panchama, fifth buddhushartha. The fifth goal of life, prem, beyond moksha, makes moksha look small. We said, even in Bhava Bhakti, this is realized. Makes moksha look insignificant. Hmm? So, this is a revolutionary idea. So therefore, Ramananda has to, has to say, prem, sadhyasar. There's something called prem. There's gyan sunya bhakti. Hmm? Forgetting about your head. Hmm? Not following the lead of your head. What? Knowledge. That will bring you to mukti, I think. Hmm? Of course, even that requires some bhakti, but hmm? but many people don't know. They don't study shastra very carefully. Hmm? They don't think very deeply. But here, he says, there's something beyond that. And it, 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 by gyan sunya bhakti, that, that will bring Krishna under control by hearing happens in the course of hearing you will attain prem then Krishna will be captured there is something called prem and it makes moksha look insignificant mukti look insignificant hmm? it's getting very interesting now for Mahaprabhu it's a little bit okay you're going you've got me going now now you've got my ear hmm? please uh, continue on this. And we'll cite two verses. We'll come to them in our next discussion, talking about different type, two general, generically speaking, types of prem. Prem and vaiti bhakti, prem and rag bhakti. Hmm? Any question? Premo maharta premo. Revolutionary idea. Sri Sri Dauji Gopal ki jai, Sri Ramananda Sambad ki jai, Chaitanya Charitamrita ki jai, Uri Vashnav Guru Parampara ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, Gaur Premanande Haribol.